looking into a Sega franchise's past, present, and future. This is Sega Generations. Hello, guys, and welcome to Sega Generations with your host, AlphaDog1996. And on this show, we're going to take you through the ages of the Sega game franchise, Project Diva, from where it began, where they are now, and everything in between. From what made it so great, what some of the failures were, and of course, the music that followed you through it. So what is Project Diva? Well, Hatsune Miku Project Diva games are Sega and Krypton featured future media created rhythm games, which are music-themed action video games that challenge the player's sense of rhythm by pressing buttons to correspond to the matching symbols on the screen, in which players would, could choose a wide variety of Vocaloid songs to play while also choosing between different characters to play as, such as, everyone knows, Hatsune Miku. I'm glad to see that this is not such a flop, according to what people are saying in the IRC. So how about we give everyone a good welcome from the IRC and Discord before we get straight into the music. In the IRC, we have Esper K, I Need Fruit. World 21, underscore, underscore Spondy, CTR, Dragon Blaze, ALT, Fluffy Foxy, Gum Ink, Lime, Mick Bynes, Music Clues, Punk Gamer, Sarah Rose 96, Trainer Purple, Trekkie 20, Vegeta, Veritex Voice, and Zimidon. And in Discord, we have KC, Bogard, 07, CD Round 1019, Charles Ritz, Darkwind Shotted, Esper K, I Need Fruit, Jamie 64326, Music Clues, Rexy, Shipadani, Silver Sonic, Super Sega, The Sonic Show, and Twinny. Well, I think we should get straight into the next group of music, guys. When we get back, I will cover you the beginning of the Project Diva franchise. Until then, see you in a bit.
listening to Sega Generations with Alpha Dog 
Welcome back to Sega Generations. What we just played for you was Kokoro from Project Diva 2nd, and before that we had Iroha-san from Project Diva Arcade, Continuing Dream from Project Diva F, and starting it all off was the intense voice of Hatsune Miku from Project Diva 2nd. Uh, I've noticed there was a lot of uh, commotion about Ren and Lin at Rin and Len as lovers. That's a mouthful. And Jamie64326 was actually nice enough to go and find uh, information as to what exactly Ren and Lin are. So I feel before we do anything, I should cover that. In the article that he read in the wiki for Vocaloids, he said that their relationship is up to the user. They could be used as twins, as lovers, or anything, but Krypton has long abandoned the idea of a relationship between the two. Even the word twin can loosely be interpreted as just two. Kagami and Rin and Len have no official relationship. They could be twins, lovers, mirror images, and any other relationship, depending on the song. I think that's pretty fair. But considering that they could be anything you want them to be, just like anything else in Project Eva. I also want to cover that 20 posted on Radio Sega, the question for now, who's an avid Hatsune Miku Project Diva player and what was your favorite music from the games? Already that we have an answer from Carto Destare saying, played every game, even have Future Tone on pre-order, fave songs gotta be Last Night, Good Night, and Two Bros Walking. Let me know what you guys think and I'll cover more answers as they come. In the meantime, I think we should, I want to I want to voice my opinion on what I truly think is my love for Hatsune Miku and Project Diva is. The reason I love Vocaloid has to come from the fact that it's a Japanese pop group, and anyone who knows me knows I love Japanese music. So you can't expect me not to love Japanese pop, especially with virtual technology like Project Diva and Hatsune Miku. Uh, my favorite Vocaloid, and the song from the, that Vocaloid, is Kaito, and it has to be Cantarella Grace Edition, which I believe I'm playing later on, so tune in for that. My favorite song of all time, though, is Bacterial Contamination by Hatsune Miku. I just love the dark aspect that is in Bacterial Contamination, and especially the video I've seen for it, where Hatsune Miku is plagued by a virus that manipulates her form, and everyone pretty much, I believe my interpretation is everyone teases and makes fun of her for it. When in the aspect of it is, she's just trying to survive. Alrighty, um... Let's go... The earlier I mentioned, I remember reading that Esther K did not see too kindly to, a uh, Kohoro, I believe it was? Kokoro. Because it gave her some unpleasant thoughts to the lyrics. Well, Esper K, after the Sonic episode, I went out of my way to find you a little something special. Tell me if this sounds familiar to you. Esper K. Esper K in the IRC is saying, oh, I don't just like to sell all sod off. Esper <laughs> K in the last episode had mentioned how she was afraid of the Sonic Drowning tune, so I went out of my way to get it just for her. So let me know, guys, what in the IRC or in Discord or in uh, uh, Twitter. Oh, Sparky just joined the IRC. That is quite a surprise. Sparky. 
Sparky, why are you in a Vocaloid episode? To each their own. I'm just sorry for any pain this causes you. Either way... <laughs> oh my gosh, I think he's continuing... Oh, yep, Sparky's continuing his puns. I am usually sleeping right now. Speaking of... Uh, Jamie64326 is saying, Sparky, why? You can't stand Miku. It was like, yeah, that's my concern, Sparky. We didn't expect you to join. But anyway, let's continue on. Before we continue, though, I wanted to give out a shout-out to my best friend who's hopefully listening right now. I felt that I wanted to give her a shout-out because of the fact that she's supporting me with this right now. So, shout-out to you. Anyway, I feel we should continue on to the first music segment, How It All Began. In this music segment, I discuss different facts from the beginning of the franchise, and everything that <laughs> Sparky, two words, volume control. And to begin, I discuss what happens in the beginning of the franchise, and what, how it began, and any anything that became of the franchise as it started. Now, I felt like this next part was really needed to be known. Despite popular belief, Hatsune Miku is not the first Vocaloid to have ever been created. Released on March 3rd, 2004, the original and first Vocaloid were Leon and Lola. Leon was a male that had a tulip, while Lola was a female that had a frying pan. Leon and Lola had also appeared in the NAMM trade show. Hatsune Miku, when created in August 31st, 2007, three years after the creation of Lola and Leon, was age 16, whose voice base was Fujitasaki, illustrated by K.E.I., she is often seen holding a spring onion. Before Miku was released, Vocaloid was not much more than an obscure program, but soon after her release, however, users of Nico Nico started posting videos with songs created by the software. As recognition and popularity grew, Nico Nico became a place for collaboration and content creation for Vocaloid. Sparky and IRC is saying, Post Vocaloid was froggy. He was so hip-hop that Sega decided to mute him. Only you would say that, Sparky. Esper K is saying, Wonder if some Kaito songs might be included. Later on in the run, Sparky. Uh, Esper K. Ah. Another fact, though, is the song featured in Hatsune Miku Project Diva titled The Disappearance of Hatsune Miku, and I want to credit Gum for finding me this information, was created weeks after the creation of Hatsune Miku, when her fame created such a large-scale search for her on engines such as YouTube, Yahoo, and Google, and thinking it was a spam term, YouTube, Yahoo, and Google had removed the search terms from their engines. When this happened and the fans typed in the term Hatsune Miku, nothing would happen. In an uproar, the fans created the song, The Disappearance of Hatsune Miku, and in seeing the uproar, YouTube, Yahoo, and Google brought it back brought Miku back and thoroughly apologized to the fans for the misunderstanding. Because of this event, every year on October 17th, Vocaloid fans celebrate Disappearance Day in remembrance of the day Hatsune Miku had disappeared. I see, that's a... I, and to get, get started on the music break, I decided to put Disappearance of Hatsune Miku as the first track. So stay tuned and I'll be back in a bit. Oh, 
and welcome back to Sega Generations. What we just played for you is Afterburner from Project Diva Arcade. Before that, we played Package from Project Diva, the first game. And before Package, we had Depression of Cybernetics from Project Diva Arcade. And to start it all off, we had the disappearance of Hatsune Miku from Project Diva. Already, we have an answer from Jamie64326 to the question saying that World and Dance Hall. The was his but his favorite because the video gives the story of two clans fighting but with dance, then set finally settling their differences. How more appropriate a way to settle a fight than with dance, especially with Vocaloid? Now I'm going to admit, I set the theme for this episode without ever having touched the games. So I spent the last week playing Project Diva on a ROM can. Already, I'm in love with it. The idea, though, is tricky to get the hang of since I used an emulator for it. Because I had short notice, I didn't couldn't buy a PSP. And and the aspect of it all, it's actually a really entertaining game. You basically, the symbols would come on the screen, and as soon as the symbol would touch where it's supposed to touch, you had to hit the corresponding uh, symbol on the touch on the. Uh, keypad. So if it was the circle, triangle, square, or X, you had to do the circle, triangle, square, or X. Too many failures, though, and Miku would lo you would lose the round. So I figured that was actually a really interesting game for me to play. It's I actually enjoyed it a lot, and I'm glad that I did. In Discord, though, earlier, I remember I saw that KC was mentioning how the first ever game he ever played was Diva F Second, which got him addicted, so he got Diva F and Project Mirai. But of course, if it wasn't for Radio Sega, he would probably never get any of the games. Look at KC promoting his own station. Uh, later on in the Discord, we had Carto. Oh, KC had been mentioned that his favorites are probably Meteor or Last Night Good Night. I think that's a pretty good selection right there, though, to continue on with. And in the same... Let's see. Different things about the franchise. I want to be pretty obvious. Like, I love Japanese music. And I love uh, Vocaloid and the whole... So the fact that they have made games for it, let alone with Sega, was an, an amazing idea, which is why I was glad to make it the second theme of the, week, of the show, which is Project Eva. And playing Project Eva... It's like, you can, like you can play from any. I believe it's 52 different modules to choose from. So you can play as Miku or any of the other 51 modules, and that's not including the one you start with. Uh, Perto in the Discord wanted me wants the Project Diva games to be announced in Europe. All I have to say is I'm covering something about that later. So Carto's hang in there. Yeah, I got something for you on that. And, it turn, and with Vocaloid, really, yes, I understand that it's a high-pitched singing, and for some people like Sparky, who I'm still surprised you're still in the IRC, Sparky. No, I don't want you gone, but you always say that it hurts your ears listening to Miku, so well, I'm kind of confused right now. But I mean, by all means, stay, stay, stay. But, yes, I understand Miku, and I, everyone say, I've been getting mixed results when I ask people about Vocaloid. I've heard some people say that everyone loves it, and I've heard some people say that... There's people that there's just vocaloids a, a, a 
oblivious to music. And I, I truly believe Vocaloid is a very good game. It's a very good group. The idea that you can have this Japanese uh, virtual program sing music for everyone, not to mention the music itself would be used for anyone to use, no matter what it is, and the pro uh, program would allow you to manipulate the characters so you can make your own custom video from scratch. Why wouldn't you love it? Plus, you get the amazing music, you get this wide variety of people, like, you got people like Miku, who does high-pitched, mostly pop music, and they're all pop, I know, but you get people like Kaito, Kaito who's my favorite, who's a lot cooler, more chill with his music. But speaking of which, the next talk that has a Kaito song is actually my favorite. I want to hear in you and Yair see what, um, and I was going to ask this earlier. If you've played Project Diva, this is my question to you. If you play Project Diva, who is your favorite module, and what was your favorite song to play with as them as that module? Let me know what you guys think in the IRC Discord or Twitter. And in the meantime, in the meantime, let's get on to the next music break. I think we got plenty to cover right now. If I can figure out how to get this to work, hold on. There we go. Um, in the second talk, bed, we're going to go, let's keep going, which basically covers the middle of the franchise, from basically the middle of its run, and in this case, it is going to be around Project Diva 2nd, and the games that surrounded between Project Diva 2nd and Project Diva F. On the IRC, I wanted to mention that Sparky saying Miku mocked him, Sparky is saying in the IRC, Miku mocked him with her high-pitched voice. You, uh, now what if, now Sparky, if Miku had a Big the Cat outfit on, and I'm pretty sure I've seen something like that before, where Miku had a Big the Cat outfit on, would you listen to the video, regardless of the fact that it was uh, Miku? I want to hear your answer on that. Anyways, continuing on while I wait to hear Sparky's answer. <laughs> Sparky automatically said I would play it. Only you, Sparky, only you would go out of your way to kill, uh, kill your eardrums to play as Big the Cat Miku. Anyway, let's get started on the facts. We've got a lot more to cover in the next half hour. In the in discussing the Miku, the, the Miku not including the default Miku model words, words please, there are a total of 52 modules to unlock in Hatsune Miku Project Diva. This is done by various methods such as clearing stages based on difficulty, having ranks, combos, and high scores. Some stages even require the player to use a certain module to gain other modules. And the IRC Sparky's going to charm me the hashtag charm me the bay. Face desk. I am face desking so hard right now. Ink Sync, SPO's cool. Eh, SPO's cool, but this I'm not a Sonic. I gotta get back into focus. Uh, and this, the second fact I wanted to mention is, in the series, the series had become popular among fans in Japan, having sold over one million copies as of April 2012 in Japan alone. In July of 2014, Sega announced that the franchise had sold a total of 2.5 million games in Japan, and as of November 2014, the franchise had sold 4.5 million units at retail and downloads. And as Sparky's saying, I do not have a heart-shaped haircut like in Bram Stoker's Dracula. I'm missing something here. Uh, what's all about? 
the third fact while I wait to hear from them. One of Miku's modules in Project Eva Extend, the Sonic style, was designed by Yuji Yuikawa, who is also the designer of Sonic and the Sonic the Hedgehog series. According to Yuji, he made this module to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Sonic the Hedgehog. On an album that was given to those who pre-ordered the game, Miku sings Live and Learn, the final boss theme in Sonic Adventure 2 to also celebrate Sonic's 25th anniversary. Uh, pretty basic facts on that one, but I still thought those were men men needed mention. Honestly, I didn't know there was 52 modules until I read that for the Project Diva game. People in the IRC are talking about Dracula and vampires now, and all I can think of is... Twilight. That is sad. All I can think of when I hear vampires is Twilight. I am so- I feel so disgraced. By myself. Either way, I feel that we should probably get on to the next music break. So starting off this music break, a lot of you were requesting Kaito earlier, so I'm glad to say that the next one is my personal favorite Kaito song, Cantarella, Grace Edition, I'm going to play that now. I've rambled enough. I will see you guys after this is all said and done. Later!
You're listening to Sega. Generations with Alpha Dog Welcome back to Sega Generations! What we just played for you was Double Ariette from Project Eva Second, Butterfly on Your Right Shoulder, which is one of my personal favorites, from Project Eva Second as well, Romeo and Cinderella from Russ, also Project Eva Second, and before that, my favorite Kaito song, Cantarella Grace Edition, as well, from Project Eva the Second. 
I noticed there was a lot of love in the IRC for Double Lariat. I have to say, I believe that Double Lariat was a song based around Luca just wanting to spin, wanting to dance. And if I remember from watching a YouTube video of her live live performance of the song, that's exactly what it was. It's just her wanting to spin. Um, I have a few answers from Sarah Rose 96 and Jamie 64326 to the questions that I asked. For Sarah Rose, her favorite module is obviously Hatsune Miku, and her favorite songs are Tell Your World and her cover of Bentley Jones' I See You See Me track. Sarah Rose, you bring up Bentley Jones. You are amazing. True Stalkers, yes. And for Jamie64326, he said that... Where is it? Maiko in Nostalgic in the Blue Crystal module. And he actually shared an image of Maiko in that outfit that I will post in the IRC and Discord now. Kind of an interesting module, I won't lie, but apparently in the since it's so a little revealing, it's rated three plus in um in um Europe. I find that just weird that they have a rating system for a virtual character, a virtual character of. Oh, I don't even know. I'm looking through the IRC, and earlier I saw that a lot music clues being a. Former Miku lover is enjoying the music, so I'm enjoying the fact that and Sparky's still in the IRC apparently. So that shows that I'm that things are going well. Esper K is mixed, mixed. I have to mention that Double Lariat is one of my favorite Lucas songs, but my all-time favorite isn't even a uh, Project Diva song. It is Corruption Garden from Luca. I believe it was a promotional song for her as well. So I would, I think you guys should check it out. It should be on YouTube. If not, it should definitely be on Nico Nico. Sparky's in the IRC saying, Yep, still here. Still listening to the birds outside. You mean the Vocaloid birds that I Need Fruit mentioned earlier? Anyway, we're running low in time, so let's get straight into the next talk bed. Personal opinions. I've been saying it the whole time. I love Japanese music. I love Vocaloid. I love the games. And I've only played the first one. The graphic and detail is amazing. The there's no story. It's just you play the you play the songs, and if you do good, you get you get rewarded. If you don't, you try again. And then there's also several aspects of the uh, Project Diva mute franchise that you can't get in a lot of the other Sega games, like the fact that it is a dance dance related related game. The premise of the game is simply just. To dance and just to keep the rhythm in it. I don't know, and I could be wrong. I'm still learning a lot of these Sega franchises, which is also another reason I decided to do Sega Generations. Is that there's a it's a dance rhythm game, with and with my love for Vocaloid and why not? Why couldn't I go for it? Uh, what I would love from a future uh, Vocaloid game, I honestly can't say what I would like from a future game since I've only played the first one. So how about this? I want you guys to tell me what you guys would like in the first one. No, this isn't a big question. I would just want to hear what your guys' opinions on any IRC or Discord would be for a future Vocaloid game, because I myself have only played the first one. And I haven't even beaten it yet. So I would love to hear what you guys think about what a future Vocaloid game would have. Now, I did promise Carto information on that 
earlier in the show, so I will announce it now that thanks to Jamie64326 and Music Clues, I have been linked to a source that says that after the release of numerous Vocaloid games in the States, that the European director of Vocaloid is going to be releasing Project Diva X in Europe sometime within the next year or so. So for those of you in Europe who wanted a Vocaloid game, you gotta wait a little longer, but it is guaranteed. There's no release date or anything, but it is to come. I feel I should also mention, though, that Hatsune Miku Project Diva X will be brought to Europe after um, it was informed in America, which it will be released in America on August 30th for PlayStation 4 and PS Vita systems. There was a lot of people wanting to know about European Vocaloid games, and to what I understand, Europe doesn't get very many Europe of Sega games in general, so I felt like that was worth mentioning. And I say thank you, Jamie64326 and MusicLoose, for bringing that to my attention. I could be wrong, but I remember them mentioning they were going to talk more in depth than that on their show. Don't quote me on that, though. Uh, I feel like we should move along, though, because we're running it close, and I still got another music break to bring in. So let's go straight into the next one. So let's go. Next music break. It is To Be Continued. In the To Be Continued segment, I talk about games towards the end of their run, or if they are still going, where they are now. So, as it stands for this, I've got quite a few interesting facts for Vocaloid that I felt fit into this category perfectly. First fact, originally, Yuki Ito, president of Krypton Future Media, claimed that Hatsune Miku was not a virtual idol, but a kind of virtual studio technology instrument. However, Hatsune Miku performed her first live concert like a virtual idol on a projection screen during Animello Summer Live at the Saitama Super Arena on August 22, 2009. At the Miku Fest 09 event on August 31, 2009, her image was screened by rear projection on a mostly transparent screen. Miku also performed, performed her first overseas live concert on November 21st, 2009 during Anime Festival Asia in Singapore. On March 9th, 2010, Miku's first solo live appearance titled Miku no Hinkansasai 39's Giving Day was opened at the Zet Tokyo and Odaiba Tokyo. The tour was run as part of promotions for Sega Hatsune Miku Project Diva video game in March 2010. The success and possibility of these tours is owed to the popularity of the Hatsune Miku, and so far Krypton is the only studio to have established a world tour of their Vocaloid. During the events of the 2011 Tohoku, Tohoku earthquake and tsunami, a number of Vocaloid-related donation drives were produced. Krypton Future Media joined several other companies in a donation drive, with money spent on the sales of music from Krypton Future Media's Karen T., label being donated to the Japanese Red Cross. In addition, a special Nendoroid of Hatsune Miku, the Nendoroid Hatsune Miku support version, was announced with a donation of 1,000 yen per sale to the Japanese Red Cross. Now, one of the most controversial issues of legal agreements of any Vocaloid producing studio was from the Democratic Party of Japan, whose running candidate, Kenzo Fujisu, attempted to secure the use of Miku's image in the Japanese House of Counselors election on July 11, 2010. The hope was that the party could use her image to appeal to younger voters. Although Krypton Future Media rejected the party's use of her image or name for political purposes, 
Fujisu released the song We Are The One using her voice but not, but not credited to her on YouTube by replacing her image with the party's character in the music video. Sparky saying in the IRC that he would love a Fantasy Star Online Project Diva game released in the West called Fantasy Star Online 2 featuring Project Diva. I would actually very much love that. And I... We get Fantasy Star Online expert in the, uh... IRC Esper K. I want to hear what Esper K has to say to that. Before I go into the next music break. Because we all know how much Esper K loves her Fantasy Star. While I wait for her answer, I want to let you guys know that the next song is Ohai Yodel from Project Diva Arcade Future Tones. Eh. Sparky saying it's just an excuse to get Fantasy Star Online 2 in the West. Alright, SPK saying go to the next music break, and we are short on time, so I want you guys... Well, same like there's a problem, I'm already in the next song, so I'm gonna restart this song, and we'll see you guys in a bit. Thank you. 
And we're back with Sega Generations. What I had just played for you was Nostalgic from Project Diva F. And then before that, we had a personal favorite of mine from the Project Diva F's area, Freely Tomorrow. Fireflower before that from Project Diva F. And uh, Ohio Yodel, Project Diva F, Arcade Future Times. Radio Sega, where what can go wrong, will go wrong. At least that was the only issue that happened in, like last week. Last week was chaos. Nostalgic. Thank you for the reminder. I want to get this going because I'm already running over. But before I say anything, Esper K did get back to me on an idea for a Project Diva Fantasy Star crossover. And I really am interested in all of these character model designs they did. That's really all there is to it is character designs, but it still turned out really well. But in the long run, let's get this show on the road and end this going around. So, <laughs> Sparky and the Iron Season was last week Chaos Control. You better believe it, Sparky. You better believe it. Anyway, let's get a move on. Thank you guys for listening. And it was a great show. I'm glad that there's only one issue that happened. And let's make sure that's the last thing that happens. But for next week's hint, because I end every episode with a hint for the next week's theme, I want to say that... I don't know what to expect, so it may just be a fantasy. Let's run through the IRC and Discord and to make sure we don't have another issue. I'm already adding another talk bed music song. In the IRC, we have SPK, I Need Fruit, Woe21, Underscore Spondy, CTR, Dragon Blaze, Fluffy Foxy, Gum Inc., Jamie64326, Lime, Mick Bynes, Music Clues, Punk Gamer, Sailor Rose96, Silver Sonic, Sparky, Trainer Purple, Trekkie, 20, Vegeta, Veritex, Voice, and Zimidon. And in Discord, we have the Boss Man, KC, Bogardo7, CD Rom1019, Charles Ritz, Dark Wind, Shotted, Esper K, I Need Fruit, Carto81918, Music Clues, Ravsi, Grexi, Shipadani, Silver Sonic, Super Sega, The Sonic Show, and Trigon. To wrap up this show, I'm going to be playing. Veritix is already giving an answer to the um, theme next week. I can't... I'm not saying. You gotta wait till next Saturday to know what it is. But I'm gonna end this show with a fitting song from Project Diva... Let's see. Project Diva Arcade Sayonara and Goodbye. This is Alpha Dog 1996 and I bid you adieu until next week. Later.
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.